The countdown's on MP. Damo, the biggest and best wellness summit ever is fast approaching. Don't miss out on the entertainment. The education. The edutainment that is the wellness summit. Featuring for the very first time at the summit, the Merrymaker sisters, Carla and Emma Pappas, and the 2013 bachelor himself, the incredible chiropractor and sharp mover, Mr. Tim Robards, plus all of your wellness couch favourites. And wait for it, Damo. All 22 podcasts on the couch will be in attendance at the summit. Wow. So take your digital wellness couch experience and make it a real-life one at the transformational, inspirational, sensational 16 hours of Powerhouse Wellness Summit at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. September 10 and 11. More information and tickets available at www.thewellnesssummit.com. Now, before you go, Damo, there's a big competition on as of now. Every single person who registers before 11 11.59pm on Sunday, August 14, goes into the draw to win a double pass to the inaugural 2016 Wellness Couch Awards Night. Amazing. You'll join the who's who of the Wellness Couch as we present for the very first time the best new podcast, most popular episode, most popular the host, the best hair, of course, MP, most awkward moment and many more sensational awards at this night of fun and wellness frivolity. But you must enrol, folks, by August 14. Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce. Here I am with the happiness philosopher himself. He is the king of the wellness couch and the wellness guys. Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, mate. Hi, Marcus. You love your happiness, don't you? I love happiness. And forage makes you happy? Forage makes me so happy. This episode proudly brought to you by Forage Cereal in Nature, Fine Health. Mm. You are a really big... And fine happiness in nature, absolutely. Mm. Mm. You are a big, um, uh, I'm going to say believer, but aspirer to happiness. It's a big thing for you. If it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. Uh, if but it doesn't it, make me happy, it makes me upset. Exactly. Yeah, um, literally. But this is the, the nature of the conversation today, uh, that if, if you're not happy, it doesn't mean that all is lost. That's right. And this is the... the we're going to pull a few, not rabbits out of the hat, but we're going to annoy a few people today. Could push some buttons. Because... Upset a few people. Upset a few people. Um, a, a few comments yeah. have come our way recently in conversations whilst we've been here. Um, some people have felt like they've been in a rat race one day, but then felt on top of the world the next. Yeah. Some people have felt like they've been depressed one day, where all they've done is just had a bad day. Yeah. And we thought, because you are the happiness philosopher, I'm a pretty happy kind of guy. You're a happy guy. Um, you, hey, Marcus, you are unbelievably happy. Well, I just... Unbelievably. We, and, but we both have this yeah. um, desire, so to speak, yeah. uh, and philosophy yeah. uh, around... You know, first world problems, is it life or death, is it worth being unhappy about, and the rest. Yeah. Um, So let's get really clear here. There's people out there that feel like uh, they have good days and bad days, but when they have bad days, they're they're thinking about their entire life and their life's flashing before them and am I I depressed? Mm. Am I down? Is there something wrong with me? Uh, What am I doing wrong? Why am I so stupid? Why do I do this all of the time? Why can't I figure out my life? All the rest of it. Bash themselves up. There's got to be something wrong with me. As you would call stinking thinking. Craniodigital rectalitis. Absolutely. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> That's what Dima calls it. <laughs> I love when Dima does that. Love it. Makes up words. Brings a tear to my eyes. Love it. Yeah. So, <laughs> brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> right on cue. I love it. So, for people out there that feel like they have good days and bad days, first of all, let's say that you're not depressed. Mm. If you have, particularly ever have a bad day and you're not manic. Well, you could um, be depressed and you could be manic and you actually have had a bad day. So, for people out there that have had a bad day, mm-hmm. Are they, are they stuffed? Are they screwed? Are they done forever? Is it gone all over? If if you want to wallow in your stinking thinking, absolutely. Like, that could be all over. But it's just a bad day. What am I going to do with my life? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bad day. It's okay, mate. Melbourne lost. It's It doesn't right. need to be massive. It doesn't need to be huge. You don't need to take it out of context. You know, I definitely had a bad day the other day. Shocking day. Mm-hmm. Richmond lost. Killed me killed me we shouldn't have lost were you despondent oh my gosh i was i had stinking thinking i was like right send my membership back tigers you suck were you un, were you was it not fun to be around you in the house yeah you didn't want to be around me i did but i needed some time to myself just to digest it i didn't need anyone to say don't worry about it it's just the tigers and and, and just, don't be a pussy like we're talking football we're not talking life here yeah right. you wanted some time to wallow i just needed to i just needed to be a bit sad about it I just needed to have some emotion. I just needed to have a human experience getting upset with my football team that I have so much expectation of. Maybe unrealistic expectation, but I have this expectation of my football team to at least play football, come out on the day and play footy. So Uh, this is... I get upset. It's a bad day. Not depressed. Good. So expectation, though, is the... The key, but I'm also going to say the killer mm. to a lot of our happiness because I love the football as much as you do. And yes. if Melbourne lose, I'm a little bit down. I really don't like saying to Sarah, oh, Melbourne lost by five points. Like, I don't like saying it. And well, I feel, feel there's been a different level of expectation built around that. There's an expectation that Richmond should win a final. Like we saw, we read this morning <laughs> that Dimmer now holds the record, as of this week, holds the record for the most amount of games coached without a finals win. Mm-hmm. Now, Dimmer, that's appalling, mate. Come well, on, hang man. in there, hang in there. It's it's appalling for Dimmer because he's a better coach than that. Like so, the team's he's not the only right. piece in the puzzle. No, that's right. right. So I don't. I want Dimmer to continue to coach. There's not the expectation that Melbourne should be winning finals. If they win a game, that's a, that's, that's a great. That's Over a the bo- moon. That's a bonus. Over the moon. It's a bonus. The best football played by Melbourne in the last twenty years was on the weekend when they kicked twenty goals against North Melbourne and kicked twenty one goals. So it's. That's a great thing for just a different level of expectation. So for people out there that think this is going to sound brutal, people out there that think they could be depressed Mm. when in fact they're just going through a tough time in life, yeah, a character building time in life, a time that you will look back and say, what what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Totally right. Right? We've had those experiences. You've had a few of them. (laughs) You've had more of them than I have. I've had a pretty cushy life, I must say. But, I wonder uh, if that answers the question from the last episode, why do you have hair and I don't? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it does. Look, maybe it does. Hmm. Um, I thought it's oh, so nice. Anyway, you know, oh, so nice. Oh, you love that, don't you? I do, physical touch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people are going, you're weirding me out, boys. You're too close. <laughs> so we, we have challenges in our life. But that doesn't mean we're depressed. I know people that that reflect back on 10 or 20 or 30 years ago when depression, well, let's say 30 years ago, when depression, it almost wasn't a a disease, it wasn't a diagnosis. Well, 
And they go, you know what? He he was probably depressed. Yeah, true. Retrospectively. Retrospectively. Yeah. But then they got out of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they they, they moved through it. Yeah. There was no antidepressants. Mm. There was no um, uh, places you went to. You actually uh, don't mean to sound brutal here, but you toughed it out. You worked your way through it. You With might not have had a job family. for friends two months. Yeah. You might not. You might have lost a family member. You might have lost a friend. You might have lost a child. You might have lost a leg. You might have lost something. Okay. But they worked through it. And you look at any cultures in the world. They haven't. They don't have cushy lives. We go to Ikaria. They got some tough lives over there. Yeah. But we go there saying they don't suffer from depression, cancer, heart disease. Now, why is it? Is it because? Is it because that they have all their, their antidepressants so they're not depressed? Or is no, it because... no, it's, it's built into the food. <laughs> the goats eat it. There's something special. There's something, that's why we're going, actually. That's why we're going. To find out what it is. Yeah. Or is it that they actually deal with life? You know when we um, play that video of uh, Stomatus Moriatus pulling the olive, olives off the olive tree at 101 and the journalist says... Does it pain you that you like? Do you get sick of this exercise that you, you know that you've got to get up to the tree and pull the others? And he's a hundred and one. He says it's tough. Like, if tough. I don't do it, who will do it? If I don't do it, who will do it? Yeah. He's not there going. Oh, I'm on the treadmill of life. Like rat race is killing me. Raking off olives. I'm so down doing this. Oh, got to make my life easier. So yeah, is but that yeah, maybe because... it's because we're watching CSI Miami and those sorts of shows where everything's beautiful. And we're we're trying to set up our life like Is that. Maybe we're trying to go food from porn. what food porn. Maybe we're trying to go from hero to zero too quickly. Are we seeing hero when we feel like zero? Zero to hero. Zero to hero. Yeah, mm. but are we seeing hero? There's so many heroes in the world now. Yeah, mass media, yeah. social media, insta famous people, insta famous, and we see them like heroes, mm. and we go, but I'm such a zero. Yes. We compare our Comparison. life to theirs. Yeah, and then all Let's of a sudden, comparison. what could have just been a good day. Is now a bad day. You used to look through someone's window to be voyeuristic. These days, you just look on your phone. You just look on your phone. So you're actually experiencing only the happy bits of someone's life because that's all they're going to post. Well, that's all you're interested in reading anyway. Like you couldn't give two of someone saying, oh my gosh, it was such a bad day today. Well, like toughen up. You know, my cat broke a nail and... Uh, we had to go to the vet to to and I was vet, planning to go to work and then yeah. I missed a meeting and... You don't... You, who pushes like on that? Who actually who actually spends extra time to let it get to the happy or the wow or even get to the fifth emoticon which is sad? <laughs> you know, you don't worry about that. You just go. Oh, Everyone's got problems. Tough. I've got to go find something that's yeah. you know. Yeah. Happy. So, but that compar- that comparative nature makes us go. You know what? We look at someone else's life and go. I'm on the rat race compared to what they're doing. I'm on a treadmill. I'm on a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm depressed compared to their happiness. Yep. So I must be depressed because look how happy they are. And if I'm not as happy as they are, then I must be depressed. Yeah. And I will say right now, I know people in my life whose nature is not to be like I am and whose nature is not to be like you are. Yeah. I am optimistic. Yep. Sarah is what I would call realistic. Yeah, so is Amber. So, She's realistic. I'll go, babe, we're going to go to Ikaria <laughs> and we're going to go on a longevity retreat. <laughs> oh, and she's no. like, well, have you thought about you know, getting there. I think and, and I did the same thing when I got off that call with you. I did. I said, Amber, we're going to go to Korea. We're going to take a group of people and, and we're going to teach them all about the secrets of, of longevity based on what the Ikareans do. We're going to live a life with them for yeah. like 10 days. It's going to be amazing. She's like, what about Jack's school? Yep. Yeah. What now, about 
What about how are you going to get people over there? Have you got accommodation? Blah, blah, blah. Good. Now, some people call that pessimistic. I think I it's realistic. Yep. These so are real questions. These are real questions that must be dealt with. Okay. So, for example, great question on the school front. Let's go in the school holidays. Yes. So, great, we are. Great question on the accommodation front. This is what we're going to do. So, we did. A lot of husbands, the us get in our, selfish in our own lives for a moment, go, what are you trying to quash my dreams for? Yep. Why are you trying to say no to everything I say yes to? That's right. Why are you trying to... Like be such a downer they're not trying to be a downer yeah it's their nature yeah to ask those questions and thank god they have the courage and feel safe enough to ask the questions that they do mm. but does that mean that we go depressed and go oh, i'm just not supported yeah because it, no, it is that is a level of support that is a support that we That's need that propping you up. Opposite. absolutely and the complimentary opposite is what keeps you going it's what keeps you going. It's what helps you get to the next level. Because if you fly up to here, but you haven't graduated through all these different levels, it's highly likely that that fall is going to hurt when you get down to And there. this is the concern that we both have around a number of um, uh, personas that we have in today's life. If I observe that people are manically happy... Yeah, which is elated. We're absolutely elated. I, this doesn't mean to sound pessimistic. I'm saying it's more realistic. I know at some would point... Be, the roller coaster is going to come down. Yeah. And a lot of the time, people like you and I are, are waiting for our... Um, Deflation. Waiting for some people in our tribes. We're waiting for them at the bottom because we know we're going to get the call when they're like, I've hit rock bottom. Yeah. And sometimes you have to watch the train crash. And it's hard to watch that. It's hard. But it's, it's important because that's how we learn in life mm. where we experience the roller coaster yeah. and at some point we go you know what this elation and then down to depression is not working for me i'm sick of going happy to sad happy to sad uh good to bad right to wrong yep. you know manic to depressed that's not the way and we talk about this so often on this podcast yeah is volatility is the killer and we're constantly trying to help people through 100 not out to lower the volatility not where you become this Robot. I mean, Stay if you good. notice, we, we, we suck at being robots. Mm. Um, <laughs> Except on the dance floor. Not bad work by you. You like that one? Yeah, you're yeah, good. You watch. Sense of humor. I'll show you next, so time. Good. next time. Is that what you pull hamstrings on? No, it's from the caterpillar. That's the caterpillar. Yeah, that'll get yeah. my hamstring. I've never done the caterpillar. Broken that open after the caterpillar. That's yeah. a cricket ball injury. But that has been. He's pointing, for people listening, he's pointing to his chin. That has been split open before. Doing the caterpillar. Doing your, the caterpillar. Your chin got too low to the dance floor. Your yeah. gyrations weren't in the right order or sequence. Yeah. They, so I think they chin... played the wrong song, so I had different rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> you were, yeah, you were out of rhythm. Fair call. Cool. Yeah. So for people that are going, all right, how do I actually lower, not lower my caterpillar, no. lower my volatility? How, Damien and Marcus, can I be happy, but at the same time not go to such a despondent place when something bad happens. Yeah. Let me ask you, wise man, you're 42. What do you do? <laughs> if, 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 something's, if something's really sad, terrible, bad, you have a bad day. Mm. How do you um, pick yourself up from that where you don't live in it? I talk about it. Ah. And I've oh, smacked psychology, some Psychology, this is, this is high tech. Well, I definitely smack some golf balls. I really enjoy doing that because I, I enjoy going to play some golf. Um, or I'll start to laugh more. Yeah. So I want to flip it. And reverse it so you so know what, you watch a rom-com or you hang out with people hang that out with jack are funny? Like jackson just jackson just makes things easy yeah. or i might give you a call and you'll brighten me up or i'll oh, i nice. always rely on people to brighten me up like i find it difficult to all the time pull myself out of 
a woe moment. Yep. Yep. So I rely on people and I surround myself with people that can do that. So in my practice, I have amazing practice members and patients and amazing team that can help to lift me up out of a, out of a bit of a you know a rough day or a yeah. rough they time. don't have to fix it they just be themselves just be there and them being themselves yep. is enough for you to go oh, that was so good end of the day and sometimes i get into my girl you know like i kind of go just listen don't fix you know so i'll say to amber how's your day she'll tell me her day i go okay cool and i won't try and fix it because i've learned that from our mate john aiken he mm-hmm. told us that great words listen Mr. Aiken. Fix. yeah uh the guys episode number 50 i think because i helped someone get find in touch it. with that was it there you go. i listened to it myself whilst i was helping her find it mm. hello jody gavin who was looking for that <laughs> jodes oh, i got a great story about jodes is it publishable no i got into trouble <laughs> i got into trouble from jody <laughs> oh jodes i'm so sorry about the other day anyway what's another thing so anyway um so yeah, listen, don't fix. So then I'll, and Amber will go, how's your day? And I'll go, oh. Stinker. Bad day. And then she'll go, what happened? And I'll try and tell her and then she'll try and fix it. And I'll go, hang on a second. Yeah, where's the conversation? Listen, don't fix. Yeah. And so, and, and it's, it's nice to be able to have that. So when I said, oh, I'll get into my girl, it's, it's that that I learned as a man to help a woman, my woman, yeah. to, um, to get through a phase is often just to air the dirty laundry. That's exactly what I need to do sometimes, just air the dirty laundry. And then I'll go and tickle Jack or I'll go and have a punch on with Jacko and just mucking around, you know. Physical touch. If you know your love language, love get into your love language. I'm not, you know, Amber's physical touch thing's not always there. So I'll go and find Jacko, mate, let's have a bit of a, a you know, a wrestle or I'll call up MP or I'll call up LT yeah. or I'll call up whoever I feel like I need to speak to at that point in time. Sometimes it's my dad, sometimes it's my mum, sometimes it's my grandfather, whoever it is, could be Yowie or DJ, just get on the blower and have a chat. Your love language thing is a big one, actually, because I realized, um, you know, you said Amber's not physical touch. Sarah's acts of service. Maya is quality time. Darby is physical touch. And thank God the boy comes up to me every now and again and says, Dad, do you want to play rough and tumble? And I'm like, mate, do you want to play rough and tumble? Let's get into (laughs) it. so good. I love that. And that is a great state breaker. Yeah. All of a sudden, the stuff that's gone on that you were despondent about, that you were down about, it's like, you know what, water off a duck's back. Yeah. Um, and so your love language is a really good way to work through it. And I think the biggest clue is people in your life. So if you don't feel like you've got the peer group that supports you when you're down, if you have a fixed, not listening type of peer group and they're going, come on, let's take you out for a drink and let's you know do this. And they're trying to like fix your sadness rather than just sit there and listen. They don't have to get down in the gutter with you, but just to... Uh, sit and listen and like you you said to Amber you said uh, listen don't fix but you didn't go babe why do you always try to fix like I think that's really important that if you haven't worked this out uh, at the beginning if this isn't part of your relationship don't blow up don't Mm. don't not say anything whilst they're trying to fix it and then blow up Mm. if you do it do it once learn the lesson Mm. and then come back down and whenever it comes up pull them up in a nice way because Sarah will do the same and I'll do the same to Sarah and she'll say, babe, like, like this was it's just a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not therapy. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I because sometimes you, yeah. you just want to lie on the couch and go, why didn't that person do that? Or, you know, why? And, and they don't have to go because this one. And so how do you do it? Like, how do you come out of a, a bad point? Uh, I just talk point. it out. You I think as a bloke, it? it's just talking it out. Yeah. So I'm like, babe, I'm just going to need to talk this out because... 
it's doing my head in and I'll say, so, you know, we interviewed this guest and I thought they were going to be really good, but they actually gave me nothing and I had all, I did all this preparation and then they didn't show up and they did this or whatever. And then Sarah's not going to say, well, be, maybe you should send them a text message What's a real beforehand. example of a bad day for you? Um, oh, far out, man. Um, I can't really, I mean, that's, does that really upset, does that happen? No, 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 you but just, well. I think uh, you made that up. No, well, yeah, well, I did. a real life example. I did, okay. Um, Open up a little bit, Marcus uh, Pierce. Well, Share a little bit The from things that annoy me is if I don't get up on time to exercise, um, family stuff, like I'm a very I'm very big on having no expectation on people. I live, literally, I live my life having no expectation on people unless I've agreed to do something. So if I've agreed on time-based things, like if we've agreed on times, mm-hmm. um, it annoys me if things don't happen on times. If I go on an appointment... And someone's 15 minutes late. If the sky bus leaves when they know I'm 10 seconds away from walking on the sky bus, yeah. that's going to frustrate me. And yeah. then if I called Sarah and said, the sky bus didn't leave, and she says, well, maybe they've got really tight timelines, I'm feeling like, no, just listen to me vent. Like, yeah. Don't try and tell me about their timelines and yeah. the way they set up their business don't structure. I just want to tell you that it annoys me. Yeah. So actually, as I say that, time-based stuff annoys me because I feel like that was an expectation that we had, an agreement that we made. I'll call you at 10 o'clock. Yep, let's do it. If I haven't heard from you and I'm now calling you at 10.30, I'm annoyed. Mm. Um, But uh, people's behavior, the kids' behavior annoys me when they're um, tired and needy. That annoys me. Needy needy people or just... Uh, or needy people do annoy yeah, me. Needy people, needy people do annoy yeah. me because they're constantly wanting stuff, and I'm a very independent person. Yeah, you right? are independent. So yeah. I don't like, but I'm ha- I love to help people. But there's there's a limit because if people start help, wanting help for everything, yeah. if I get needy emails, yeah. when I'm like, you could Google that. Yeah, yes, I'm right. like, yeah, that gets me too. Yeah, that's needy. So you're pushing my buttons here now. <laughs> needy people, <laughs> needy behaviours. Um, <laughs> Because kids, uh, we love them. But when kids go down, I'm bored. I'm like, look, you've got 75 puzzles there. You've got uh, Lego. You've got books. You've got your brother. You've got a trampoline, a sand pit. So you're, it's it's Maya when she comes to you and says that she's bored. And I love, and I know yes. quality time. Yeah. She just wants time with her dad. Yeah. Okay. And right. so so <laughs> if I don't get it the first time, I'll get it the second time. I'm go. like, you know what, sweetie? It's not that you're being needy. Darby would get want time bored with dad. Would uh, he just run around and throw something on the ground yeah. and go and annoy Maya. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and Darby, more boy like, he will yeah. happily play more by himself. Yeah. Um, and so that doesn't annoy me so no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him going, this is great, you know, he's it's independent like and all the rest of it. Whereas my female daughter, and this is why a lot of dads that don't have daughters don't get it. It's like men and women. Female and male energy. We're 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 different. We just love languages. Yeah, we love languages. We're equal, but we're different. Mm. Okay, and I think that's really important. So they are the things that they're the human behaviours. So uh, you got to talk it out. And, and definitely, if I'm down, I got to talk it out. And I'm very much the same as you. You just got to listen to me. Don't try and fix it because really, I can fix it myself. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the time. Pretty much. I can fix it myself by talking it out because I don't know about you, but often the solution comes. Midway through the conversation, and you're yes. like, huh, new insight, new enlightenment, new Got way it. of seeing it. That's, Thanks so much for listening to me, babe, and, and not fixing it because I just needed to get that out. And like, ah, that's the secret trick. Yeah. So are you in a rut? No, nah, never in a rut. If I'm in a rut, it's moment. It's moment. It's momentary. Very momentary. And like yep. you said, they're, they're the kind of things I do to get out of the rut. Yeah. It might be going for a swim. It might be going for a walk. It might be watching the footy. Yeah. Um, Mixing it up. Do something different. Go for a drive. Yeah. 
sitting down and thinking about it and wallowing in it and yeah. pouring myself a glass of wine yeah. is not the way to do it. No, that's not. I, that is, they're the most toxic. You know, in the old days, you know, it'd be going out and lighting up a cigarette. Yeah. Um, that's what I'd yeah. do. A scotch and coke and a cigarette. Yeah. Um, and, and sit and think about it. Yeah. I wouldn't normally get to the end and go, got it sorted. Mm. It's generally always involving someone else yeah. um, or moving my body. Yeah. Yeah. In some way. There you go. Yeah. Cool. So, bad day, ruts, rat race. Yeah. And just consider, you know, I'm not going to go down, we're not going to go down the path of saying depression doesn't exist. All we're no going way. to say is that one bad day doesn't make you depressed. Um, Probably one... 10 bad days doesn't make you depressed. <laughs> no. Seriously. Uh, and, and exactly. And uh, a grinding day at work it doesn't mean you're in the rat race. Um, and remember that generations before us have had tough days, grinding days, where the sheep just didn't get into place or yep. the cattle just didn't get into be milked on time. That's right. That doesn't mean you're in the rat race yep. and that there's a grind. Uh, let's just, uh, for want of a better term, toughen up, recognize that we are big and strong enough to look after ourselves, but also recognize that we want a peer group that supports us, empowers us, doesn't try to fix us because we're not broken, but is there to support, listen, understand, empathize, not sympathize, and recognize that when we do that, we truly make the rest of our life the best of our life. Boom. Bang. Love it. Thanks so much, Tamo. Thanks for having me. This is the final episode in this batch before I head back on a plane. I can't wait to return to... It's been great to have you here. Christoph uh, Residence, 100 HQ. I've learned lots about you, Marcus. I have. Most that I love. Some things that I've... If you haven't heard the What Makes You Tick A Day in the Life of episodes, you'll recognize what Damo doesn't enjoy. There was a new thing this morning. There was a new thing this morning. Went to the pantry. I was cooking some kale eggs. This is just going to close off on this. But this is a happy thing because it's actually quite funny because, you know, love each other. I'm cooking kale eggs. Jackson's um, made his lunch. I've had a shower. Marcus is, you know... I haven't brushed my teeth because I haven't had breakfast yet. Yeah, so he's got a bit of poo breath. But he's walked actually over to the pantry, grabbed out the coconut oil from the pantry, stuck his finger in it. Very clean, just got out of the shower finger. Still, stuck his finger into the coconut oil and then wiped it on his face. Because I had a shave without any cream. So my thing is, that's And fine. I wanted to moisturize Go my on, face. Use the coconut oil, no worries, but don't stick your finger in my food. Get a teaspoon. Get a teaspoon and wipe it off the teaspoon, then rinse the teaspoon, whack it in the dishwasher. This is a man that doesn't double dip. Well, I do double dip, but just... In privacy, when yeah. no one else is watching. Well, I think there's just an etiquette. <laughs> I know. There's an etiquette. But this is the beautiful thing about society. <laughs> I think I'm Good, depressed. bad, right, wrong, right, or just different. I'm having a bad day. I might yeah, have to I've talk got, about I've it. Got, is it. What's the antidepressants? Is it Zantax? Yeah. Or, um, no. um, Let's not take the piss out of, of that. What is it? Because some people will need some medication. Well, you just said, are oh, you depressed? Well, I'm asking you. I don't want you to fix it. Just listen. No. Okay, yeah, actually, right. good call. I'm not going to fix it. I'm just going to listen. <laughs> Thanks, and, everyone. Um, until next time, continue to dip finger in your coconut oil. Don't do that. Check us out at thewellnesscouch.com uh, and the entire range of wellness podcasts available. <laughs> if you love dipping your finger in coconut oil, tell us about it on <laughs> iTunes and share that with the world. Give us a five-star rating. Share this with your friends and family right around the world. That I don't know who's with me on that one. message to be global. Look, I know most people are going to be with you. Yeah. We live in a clean freak society. No, it's not about clean I'm, freak. No, it is about There's clean freak. about it. Because it you about? think that my finger is not as clean as a stainless steel teaspoon. Well... It's no, good bugs. I don't know what that's all about. It's colonizing your gut. I, having known you for long enough, I know that from upstairs where you had your shower to downstairs, you could have actually picked your nose two or three times. I would have picked my nose hairs out. 
Maybe. And I probably dropped them on the carpet of your stairs going down. And I probably had three billion skin cells fall off my arm whilst I was walking down the steps. And whilst we've been doing this podcast, my liver's probably replicated itself, what, six or seven times? No, that's my, not true. My hair has probably fallen out and regrown eight or nine times. And that's not true. I probably dropped five trillion skin cells on this beautiful table. Not true. We're living in filth here. I've got to do something me. about it. it. doesn't worry me. It doesn't worry me. Until <laughs> next time, continue living in your biological filth. Enjoy. <laughs> and may the rest of your life continue to be the best of your life. <laughs> See you in a couple of months. <laughs> this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.